Inspiring quote of the day comes to you from a man whose name is Teddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's short for Theodore. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. Uh, the guy was a president of the United States. Uh, he's done a thing or two. He knows a thing or two. He's seen a thing or two. <laughs> but you know what? He said this. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. I'm going to change that slightly. I'm going to take man out and say the one. The credit belongs to the one who is actually in the arena. Think about that for a second. What exactly do you think he meant by that? Well, he gave that speech at the University of Paris in 1910, where he's singing the praises of anyone who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, fervently dismissing those who stand back and critique the efforts of people attempting to do something difficult. He just ended his tenure as president of the United States in 1909, and he had faced many critics and persevered. He saw himself as a man in the arena and, as he said in his speech in Paris, felt that he who spends himself in a worthy cause shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. So the moral of the story is, let me read it one more time, the credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Yeah. How about you today? You're in that arena, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're actually doing the thing, which brings a lot more value than just criticizing those who are trying to do it or, you know, sitting back and, and saying, you know what? I'd like to do that, but I just, I don't think I have what it takes. No, just do the thing. And you know what? You're going to find out if you can or not. Mm-hmm. You might fail a time or two, but guess what? That's just more ammunition to keep moving forward. You've just learned what not to do. So remember that today. As you tackle this day, you are in the arena. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. Not that I'm saying we should have boastful pride that, hey, look at me, I'm doing this. No, no, you've got God on your side. You've got a little help behind you. But it takes a little confidence to even take that first step. So what I'm saying is, you know what? Be thankful you were able to take that first step and know that you're headed in the right direction and you're figuring it out as you go. And that's okay because you're doing the thing. So keep doing the thing and uh, keep it locked in right here. We'll keep giving you some more inspiration, some more encouragement, some support along the way. Sound good? Voting is so important. You need to make your voice heard, right? Well, I'm not talking about politics right now. I'm talking about at a fast food chain. Yeah, you know that place we call Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. Lokito Taco Bell. You remember that little, uh, little dog? <laughs> little chihuahua? Yeah, anyway. Um, well, Taco Bell right now has got a little voting thing going on. So you can decide which of their fan favorites from years ago is coming back. So... Which one are you going to choose? The double-decker taco or the enchirito? Mm, you better go and uh, take care of that if you want your voice heard. I'm, I'm just saying, it's Taco Bell. I don't know. It hits just right. At least initially, it hits just right. Sorry. I had to do that. Um, taco Bell doesn't agree with me that well. Anyway, here's Rhett Walker. All these miles, all the pain, the million times. If at first glance it was what it was, then this lady was going around all these people's backyards and stealing greenery. <laughs> but let me tell you, looks can be deceiving. Stick around. I want to tell you this amazing story that's got such a funny ending. It's going to make you chuckle. I'll get into it after your weather and word of life. And they're coming up next. I saw this report on social media 
of a lady who was very concerned. Here, I'll just read it to you, and you can get a chuckle out of it like I did. So there was a woman found trespassing this a.m. It says, neighbors, at 8 a.m. this morning, I drove back home from dropping my daughter off at school, and there was a young woman, mid-30s, dressed in a long sweater vest, scarf, and jeans with dark hair and fair skin, and her hair up in a curly bun, walking on our property with greenery in her hands. She was gone before I had the chance to get out and say anything to her. I then left about 20 minutes later and saw her in a neighbor's yard around the corner, also seemingly gathering foliage. She may or may not be a neighbor, but that does not give her the right to trespass. Please look out for any other greenery gathering on your property. I'll be reporting this to the police if I see her in the neighborhood again or on our property. <laughs> I'm pretty um, concerned there. A concerned neighbor letting everybody else know, hey, watch out for this. Well, it wasn't too long. Stella, she actually responded. She said, oh, that was me. I'm flattered that you thought I'm in my 30s. I was brandishing some store-bought curly kale, trying to lure our escaped chicken, Zelda, out from our neighbor's edge. I had, in fact, gotten permission to go into their yards. Happy to announce I got her home and she's safe and sound. <laughs> she was just trying to get her chicken back. That's all it was. I love this. I love how sometimes things are so much simpler than we think they are. You know, almost to a fault. It makes us think, oh, what was I thinking? That was, why would somebody be trying to steal foliage? I mean, think about that for a second, you know? <laughs> anyway, the moral of the story is things are not always as they appear. So maybe do a little more investigating before you get too upset. Here's Patrick Mayberry with Holy Spirit Come, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. I'm happy to say Zelda is back home and uh, roosting very comfortably, yep, having her best life. I'm coming with the heart of worship. Now your word of life. Today from 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. But if we confess our sins to Him... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Wow, that's important, isn't it? He loves you. He really does. You know what? I'm so glad that he gets to, like, see us <laughs> kind of, I think, process some of the emotions that he gets to feel. Because when we have kids, we understand what forgiveness is all about. Yeah, and we understand what love is all about, you know? So, hey, why don't you share this word of life with somebody in your life today? And not only sharing it with them, maybe put a comment underneath, especially if you share it from our social media pages, of what this particular scripture means to you. That way they can understand it just a little bit better. And you can find it on our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok pages. And, of course, it's always at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. Here's We Are Messengers, come what may. I heard from a dad recently who said that his fifth grader really felt left out because he was the only one in his class that didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, fifth grade. Is that too young or is it just fine? I know different people have different opinions on that, but you know what? There are some things that we can do as parents to help our kids navigate the web just a little more carefully and a lot more smoothly. Instead of completely cutting them off from anything internet-related, it's important that we develop strategies to help them, right? So let's get into a little bit of that coming up here on the show. 
We want to keep our kids safe. And honestly, that's our job as parents, right? So when it comes to the internet, how are you doing that? Yeah. Are you completely cutting off your kid from anything internet related? Or are you giving them strategies to kind of navigate it safely? It's so important, I think, that instead of cutting it off, it just makes them want it more anyway, that we help them to kind of, you know, figure out what's okay, what's not okay. What are some red flags to watch out for as we help them navigate it? Because, I mean, the time is coming when they'll be out of your home and they'll need to know how to have a proper web etiquette. I mean, what's good? What's not good? What's what's real news? What's fake news? You know, all this stuff we get to teach them. And yeah, it's a lot more complex than when we were coming up as kids. I remember getting my first cell phone when I was already out of high school. I was about to go to college, right? But now we've got kids with cell phones, say fifth grade, even earlier in some cases. I don't know where you stand on this topic on whether you're letting them have a phone or not, but likely they have a little screen time from time to time at the house, right? So what are you doing? I know for me and my my wife, we are limiting what kind of content our daughter can access. And Grace right now is seven and three quarters. Yeah, she wants me to say the three quarters because it's better than a half. (laughs) But the deal is we have noticed over the years that if we don't police that, if we don't keep an eye on what she's watching, there are a lot of weird things that kind of slip through the cracks. Even on the YouTube Kids app. Yeah, there have been a few that we've had to completely block. A few of these shows because we were noticing some pretty bad behavior from our daughter. (laughs) In fact, just last night, Grace asked me, Dad, since I'm older now, could I watch Horrid Henry? I said, no, darling. No, let's, let's not do that. Because we noticed there were some bad things happening from Horrid Henry, of all places. So, I came across this article is talking a little bit about what we can do to help our kids navigate the web a little more smoothly. And really, when it comes down to it, you know how it is. It's not that TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook are inherently bad or that parents can draw a straight line from constant scrolling to lower self-confidence or feelings of worthlessness. Instead, like many of us adults... These kids can get caught up in a toxic swirl of social comparison, wanting to belong, and risky vulnerability. So, how do we navigate this with them? How do we help them out? Really, what it comes down to is guidance on screen time. Yeah, model healthy internet use. That's what we can do as parents. You know, we've got to show them there needs to be a balance But really, it starts as early as the in-between years, between 7 and 13, when our kids are really developing. Their brains are developing, and they are getting a little more (laughs) closer to that independence, right? But it's during these formative years that some of the lessons that they learn are what's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. So as we help them navigate the in-between years, we're helping them become better adults, Yeah. So as we're navigating that, what exactly can we do? Well, when it comes down to it, really, you have to include understanding how and when your kids are exposed to stressful messaging. 
like maybe you're entertaining the idea of a smartwatch instead of a cell phone because you know it's smaller maybe it's not as much exposure to the internet well actually it's just as much exposure a lot of the apps they can get on the phone they can also get on the smart uh, on the phone they can get on their watch so that's one thing to watch out for and of course it just comes down to watching the content that they're getting but here's what you really need to do you need to remember you're that person that your kid can talk to about hard things. Because, yep, they're going to find some strange things on the internet they don't know much about. And you've got to be that person who's like, okay, ask me the questions. And then when they ask you, be, I guess, understanding. Be a safe space for them to come to so they can understand a little more fully what's going on. Instead of blowing up and saying, where did you hear that? Where did you see that? Instead, say, okay, I think we can handle this. You know, that kind of thing. So that goes a long way. And I'll get into a little more of this later on in the show. But you know what? It's 7.02. It means it's time to do something. It's time to have a little fun here on the radio. So I'm going to kill the serious music, hit an ID, hit the horn, and we're going to uh, go ahead and do this car line competition. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. That's right. That's how we get this thing started. It's your car line competition. So much fun in the morning. Three gift cards to give away for each question. Oh, but do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh-huh. Some people paid it forward. Eric Madden paid it forward. And then we had Charles Parkinson paying it forward. So that means this first question is loaded. We're talking about seven gift cards oh my goodness wow (laughs) i'm already getting a call i haven't even put the question out there yet i am so sorry you are going to have to call back after i give the question sorry sorry okay here we go here is your first question of the car line competition this morning what type of animal is a scorpion is it an insect an arachnid a mollusk or a reptile the number to call is 256 505-0885. Again, 256-505-0885 is the number to call. All right. Let's get to it. The question one more time. What type of animal is a scorpion? Is it an insect, an arachnid, a mollusk, or a reptile? 256-505-0885. 885-JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Paisley. Paisley. What's up, Paisley? Um... Nothing. Nothing? Are you headed to school? Yeah. Awesome. I know you're going to have a great day at school today. I've got a question for you. And this one, oh, it's loaded. You're going to get a lot of gift cards on this one. Okay. What type of animal is a scorpion? Is it an insect, an arachnid, a mollusk, or a reptile? An arachnid? An arachnid is correct. Congratulations, girl. You just won a bunch of gift cards. We're talking about seven gift cards what do you think about that that's awesome i think so too and guess what i get to find out who means a lot to you today because with all these gift cards we want you to keep one and give some other ones away so tell me about two people in your life that mean a whole lot to you um my sister and my brother your sister and your brother what's your sister's name awesome and what do you love about her <laughs> okay. And what's your brother's name? Colton. And what do you love about your brother? He's my brother. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's just nothing can really be said to encompass all the love 
that's between brothers and sisters. I love that. So thank you for sharing the love this morning, Paisley. All right. So let me make sure that I have your address, okay? Hey. Hey, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Could I ask you a question? Yes. Why do you listen to 88.5 JFM? Because it brings me upliftment on my way to work. Starts off my day good. Awesome. Thank you for listening. We actually listen to it all throughout the day at work also. So I'm blessed to work at a place that plays it all day. Oh, cool. And where do you work? I work at uh, Team One Nissan in Albertville. You listen to the station there all day long? Yep, we do. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye. How cool. You know what? Paisley just reminded me of something. That there's a lot of love between brothers and sisters. And you know what? We are called the body of Christ. We are a family of brothers and sisters. So I hope that that kind of love that we feel with those biologicals, with those that we see every day at home, I hope that kind of love transfers to the people around us every day, to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Let that speak to your heart today. Yeah. You know what? If we treat each other more like family... I think this world would be a much better place. Paisley, you're inspiring people this morning. Keep it up, girl, and have a great day at school. All right, I've got another question here on your car line competition. I'm clearing the phone lines, getting it ready. All right, here we go. Here is your question to see if you can score some gift cards this morning. All right, let's see here. I've got, oh, you know what? I've got a caller right here. I'm going to take this one live. I don't normally do this, but I think I know this caller. Hello, who am I talking with? Your wife. How, oh, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to drive through this crazy traffic that they've got up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're talking about the car line around Arab uh, Primary? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rough right now. <laughs> they kind of made the lanes a little smaller, and yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. So is Grace in the car with you? She is already out of the car. Already out the car? Wow. Did you yeah. call to play a car line competition question? Actually, I called to ask you to play a song. Oh, a song. What song are we talking about? And it's one my kid wanted, asked for this morning for me to play. Really? <laughs> okay. He said, Mom, can you play Let It Let It Rain by KB? Let It Rain by KB. Oh, my goodness. That is a varsity song, but you want me to play it on the on the morning show? Yeah, maybe it'll get, it got Grace pumped up. Maybe it'll get some other people pumped up. <laughs> okay. All right, I will do it. And then we'll play the next Carline competition question. Now, this is by popular request, KB featuring Bizzle and Let It Rain. It's for you and Grace, okay, Cassie? Uh, thanks, I'm going to turn it up. <laughs> All right, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> What do you think about that, huh? That's Let It Rain. Yeah, it took that Michael W. Smith song from the top, and it kind of sped up his voice. He sounded kind of like a chipmunk. And then it goes into the hard-hitting, that bass drops, and it's like, ah, oh, 
That is so good. So you can hear music like that on the Varsity Radio Show. We do it on Tuesdays from 2.30 to 4.30. That's one of the songs that we play. So you can hear more of it there. Or you can go check it out on YouTube. But I know this morning it's not everybody's cup of tea. So I just played you a sample. There you go, Cassie. I hope that works. (laughs) And here is your next question on the car line competition. I hope you win this morning. Three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. One to Albertville Home Bakery. And one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. All right, you ready for this? Here we go. All right, which of these numbers is a prime number? Is it 12, 15, 18, or 19? 256-505-0885 is a number to call. Oh, I got a caller. All right, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I will get your answer. Here we go. I've got We the Kingdom with Dancing on the Waves right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Grayson. All right. So what are you doing today? What are you doing right now? Heading to school. What school do you go to? Albertville AIS. Very cool. All right. What's your favorite subject? Math. All right. Well, this is perfect then. This is a math question just for you. If you get this right, you get three gift cards. And I've got a feeling that you're going to get this right. So here we go. Here's your question. Which of these numbers is a prime number? Is it 12, 15, 18, or 19? 19. 19 is correct. Congratulations. You just won. What do you think about that? I'm excited. I'm excited too. And here's what really gets me excited. I'm giving you three gift cards. I want you to keep one and give the other two away to a couple people who mean a whole lot to you. So who are you going to give them to? Um, my Stepbrother and my mom. Awesome. Tell me your stepbrother's name. Hayden David. And what do you like about him? He's tough. Tough. I gotcha. You know what? It's good to have a tough brother. He can kind of be that that security guard. He can mess people up if they mess with you. That's great. All right. Now tell me about, did you say your mom was the other one? Yes, sir. Aw, tell me about mom. She's nice. She's nice. I think that's awesome. Yep, moms are pretty nice. Well, I think you got a lot of great people in your life, and you got a big heart giving away gift cards. So I just need to get your address, and I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Sound good? Grayson, thanks so much for calling me this morning. Always good to hear from you. All right. Hey, I've got another question here. Do you think you could win three gift cards like Grayson just did? Well, I think you can. You just got to be brave enough to call when I give you the cue right after I give you the question i'm clearing the phone lines now getting ready let's stick with math what is nine times eight is it 52 62 72 or 82 the number is 256-505-0885 give me a call let me know let me know first let me know correctly and you win three gift cards again what is nine multiplied by eight 52 62 72 or 82 I'll get on up there. Do you remember your nine multiplication tables? <laughs> 256-505-0885 is the number to call, and I'm waiting on your call right now while I play this amazing song. It's Phil Wickham and Hymn of Heaven. How I long to breathe the air of heaven. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Uh, Wyatt. Wyatt, what's up? Well, not much. I've called to answer the question. Okay, I got you. Hey, what grade are you in? Six. Sixth grade. What's cool? Uh, we got our own little school. All right. And what do you do for fun? Ride dirt bikes. <laughs> nice. 
Oh, those things. Whew, you can have a lot of fun on those. All right, great. I've got a question for you. Do you like math? Oh, yes, sir. Do you know your multiplication tables? Yes, sir. Awesome. I'm going to test you on them. What is 9 times 8? Is it 52, 62, 72, or 82? 72. That is exactly right. Congratulations. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited, too, because you got Albertville Home Bakery for a couple of cupcakes or cookies, your choice. Also got Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, and you've got a Caring Heart Thrift Store uh, $10 gift card. So here's the deal, though. We want you to keep one of these and give the other two away. So who are you going to give your other two to? My sister and my mom. Sister and your mom. All right, tell me your sister's name. Anna Claire. All right, tell me, what's so special about that sister of yours? She likes the home bakery. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right, and how about mom? What does mom mean to you? I mean, she's my mom. She brought me here. <laughs> I love it. It's simple and it's powerful. Have a great day. See you. All right, bye. She's my mom. She brought me here. I <laughs> love that answer. Yes, she did. She brought you here. Oh my goodness, it's good stuff. You know what? Lots of times it's hard to find the words that are just right to describe how we feel about our family, whether it's a brother, sister, dad, mom, but there's love there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a whole lot of love. That's your safe space. That's where you feel at home. And you know what? Sometimes mom and dad, maybe they're not even biological. Maybe they're not your flesh and blood, mom or dad, but still, it doesn't mean much. They're still mom, but they're still dad. And I love that. That's family right there. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, hey, a quick uh, tip for you in case you forgot this, parents. And uh, just in case, maybe you could use a tip, all you students listening this morning. Whenever you have multiples of nine, especially if they have double digits, they're always going to equal nine And when you add them together. So, yeah, 72, if you add seven plus two, it's nine. 63 is another multiple. Six plus three is nine. 54, five plus four is nine. 45, four plus five. And it goes on and on. So that's just a good tip for you whenever you're trying to figure out multiples of nine. But now let's skip on over to the zoo. We're going to talk about some animals. And I think maybe you're going to get this one pretty easy. An easy question. Well, maybe. Just think about this one, and let's see how far we can take it. All right, so which of these animals is unable to move backwards? Is it a dog, a horse, a cat, or a kangaroo? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. This animal cannot move backwards. Is it a dog, a horse, a cat, or a kangaroo? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Let me know the right answer. Guess what? You're going to win three gift cards. Just call me up first. 256-505-0885. You're Stephen Stanley. No hopeless soul. I get to hear from all kinds of amazing people on this car line competition. And here is one of them. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Hey, I was calling to try to answer the question. All right. What's your name? It's Whitney. All right, Whitney. So what you doing today? Um, I'm headed to work. Very cool. And remind us again, where do you work? Um, I work in an attorney's office in Boaz. Oh, cool. All right. So do you enjoy your job? I do. Good. I'm glad to hear it. It makes a difference when you enjoy what you do. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. So tell me, when you were a kid, did you like animals at all? Yes, sir. <laughs> Good. Well, this question is all about the animals. Which of these animals is unable 
to move backwards? A dog, a horse, a cat, or a kangaroo? Kangaroo. That is correct. Congratulations to you. You just won three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. What do you think about that? That's awesome. <laughs> I think so, too. And here's what else is awesome. I get to ask you, who are you going to give your extra two gift cards to? Um, I'll probably give one to my mom and one to my kids. Awesome. So tell me your mom's name. My mom is Kay Cornelius. Great. And tell me something special about her. Uh, she always puts everybody before herself. Wow. Moms just have a tendency of doing that. Yes. You, yes, you, you know what that's like. You're a mom, too. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So tell me something special about those kids. Um, they just light up my day. Every day. Awesome. What are their names? Aiden and Maddox. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing the love on the radio. And one last question for you. Why do you why do you listen to eighty eight five JFM? Um, it just keeps me in a good mood like each and every day. It just keeps my head on the right path. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. You're the reason uh-huh. why we're here. All right, let me just grab your address and I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Okay. So much fun, this car line competition. And I got to learn just a little bit more about Whitney too. Yep. She works at that attorney's office now, but guess where she used to work? Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, Mallory Moore, the whole team up there. She said they're like a second family. (laughs) They are some nice people. Whitney, thanks again for calling. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thanks for sharing the love on the radio. All right, I've got one last car line competition question. Are you going to be the one to win the gift cards? Are you going to be the one to answer it? Okay, here we go. Uh, This one is a little harder. We're going to go with geography this time. Which of these countries is in the polar climate zone. One of these countries is in the polar climate zone. Which one is it? Iceland, Wales, France, or Italy? 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know. Again, which one of these countries is in the polar climate zone? Is it Iceland, Wales, France, or Italy? 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know when these gift cards. Here's Micah Tyler. Never been a moment. The final answer to the car line competition for today and a little surprise at the very end. Take a listen to this. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Hey, Steven. What's up, Patsy? Uh, well, I was just listening to your question, and I can't believe you didn't have a caller already. I know, right? But I'm glad I got I you, because I know you know the answer to this question. I mean, it's just a simple geography question, right? Right. Right. So which one of these countries is in the polar climate zone? Is it Iceland, Wales, France, or Italy? Now, you're saying polar. Polar. The bear. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to say Iceland. <laughs> you would be correct. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> there are some questions that just, you have this idea because it's kind of in the name Iceland. But then again, when I was in school, I heard that Iceland was green and Greenland was very icy. So I wasn't quite sure on this one either, but that's beside the point. You got it right. <laughs> well, I thought it has to be Iceland. I mean, polar. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, you know how this works. We're giving you three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. We want you to keep one and give the other two away. So, who are you going to give them to? Oh, my goodness. This is so hard. I know, right? People 
people I want to give them to. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to give the one to Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. to Angel. Awesome. Tell everybody who Angel is. Well, Angel is a lady that is um, just super involved in Christian Women's Job Corps. She has been um, a... Um, she's worked in the nursery, kept babies. She's been a participant. She's just hangs out. She's just been super involved um, in Christian Women's Job Corps, and I think she's involved again right now, Yeah. Um, which is amazing. So, yeah, I think I'll give the Chick-fil-A to her. All right, and one other person. Um, mm, you know what? What? The Apple gift card and the Caring Hearts, I think I'm just going to give them back to you. Back to me? And you pass them on to somebody else. That sounds great. I can do that. Wow, Patsy, that is cool. Well, thank you so much for calling me this morning. It's always great to hear from you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Stephen. All right. I hope you do as well. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So you heard that. She's gifting the other two. She's rolling them over. So tomorrow morning, the first question on the Carline competition the person is going to win not three gift cards, but five gift cards. What do you think about that? Patsy McCorder, thank you so much. Got such a big heart. Always good to hear from you. All right, so that's going to bring us to the end of today's car line competition, but we'll get right back on it tomorrow. And we've got like two hours of show left, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Strap in, stick around, keep it locked in right here, okay? And uh, we'll have some fun this morning. <laughs> Here's Dan Bremness with Hold You Tight right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. So I understand that this is probably an irrational fear, but still, I feel it from time to time. You see, in Arab, where I live, we have this guy who drives around all the time. We call him the Metal Man. He's got his truck, and he's ready to pick up any scrap metal you leave on the side of the road. Right? Yep. And then with Facebook, uh, Facebook Marketplace, with Craigslist, lots of times you see that there are posts on there. You can get something for free. It's a curb alert. Things left on the curb are free for people to get, right? So that leaves me very (laughs) paranoid about leaving stuff outside in my front yard because I don't want it to come up missing. (laughs) But here is a story that I think goes a little past that. I think there was some intent here. You see, I came across this post. Uh, Somebody had left something outside, and guess what? It wasn't there when they got ready to use it. Yeah. See what you think about this. It says, Stolen plant. This morning while you were walking on Blackfriars route, you helped yourself to plants that were going to go in the ground today. You were caught on camera, so I know who you are. Please return the plants or I will have to run this little movie here for everyone to see. I don't want to do this and neither do you. In these difficult times, we should be good to each other. So please place them where you found them and all will be forgotten. Thank you. Yep, so they're getting ready to do some landscape and the plants were outside. They were sitting there next to where they were going to go on the ground. And here came this person just helping themselves. I guess they thought since it's there in the front yard, maybe close to the street, it's a curb alert kind of thing. They're free to take, right? No, not always the case. So be careful with that. But I can just imagine how serious this could get. I mean, it sounds pretty serious in this post, but I wonder if it would go as far as this serious. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have, 
are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Give me my plants back, Chad. <laughs> Here's David Leonard with Good Lord right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. <laughs> so there's this story that I just hold on to. It, it helps me remember my Mimi. You see, I grew up basically living at my Mimi's house. Yeah, my mom's mom's house. We lived with her and with Papa. And so here we are, and I'm like really young, and I love watching cartoons. I loved it when I was a kid. I still enjoy it today as a dad, but anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, anyway, I really liked one show, and it involved four green cartoons. They're turtles, right? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Donatello... Michelangelo and Raphael. Raph was my favorite. He was the red one with the size, those weird, you know, fork-looking things. Anyway, um, we were watching that one day, and my Mimi took a look at the TV, and she said, Ooh, gross! What is that rat doing on the TV? And I looked at her, and she said, I was so serious. I said, Mimi, that's not a gross rat. That's Master Splinter. He taught the turtles everything they know. <laughs> and she loved telling that story. She always got a chuckle out of it. <laughs> and I'm wondering maybe if there are some master splinters out there. Because I just saw this story from Virginia where last Friday, 1,500 residents lost power because of a rat. What did the rat do? Well, it just crawled up into a piece of equipment. And that's all it took. Just one rat to take down the electricity for an hour for like 1,500 people. My goodness. And one of the comments, they've been having fun with this. One of the comments was, ooh, the power of Master Splinter. <laughs> it took me back to that memory. <laughs> I guess really what the power company needs to do is employ maybe a few cats to keep around the facilities to make sure this doesn't happen again. That would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to tell you that. It, was, it just brought up a memory. I'm like, yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> so I wonder, what was your favorite cartoon? You watched when you were a kid. You know, when's the last time you actually took a look at one of those episodes? I know it's weird. I've done this and I think to myself, why did I like this when I was little? Because now it just seems cheesy. It seems so, you know, it's so old. But at the time, it was just, it was right up there. It's what I loved. <laughs> so maybe today you should go back on YouTube and look up an old episode of your favorite cartoon and see what you still think about it. Yeah. I came across this letter, and I thought, this is so good. I have got to share this. And let me just say, Kaylee has a way with words. This is the letter that she wrote. Dear baby, I haven't met yet. They told me not to fall in love with you too quickly. They told me to wait. To wait until, well, until I saw a heartbeat on the ultrasound screen. Until I reached the second trimester. Until I knew that baby was healthy. Until baby was in my arms. When it comes to pregnancy, everyone says not to fall too hard, too fast, too soon. To wait just a little longer. But sweet baby, I just can't help it. Because you're as real to me in the womb as you will be outside of the womb. Because you're as real to me if you make it to four weeks or if you make it to 40 weeks and in my arms. Because I don't think my love for you should be quantified by the number of days you're alive. Because my little secret about you is, I've always loved you. I've loved you for the 13 months we tried and failed waiting for you. 
During the wait, I loved you in my dreams. I've loved you with the intensity of losing my breath and my words when I saw two pink lines on that pregnancy test. I've loved you with tears streaming down my face when we saw that little flicker of a heartbeat on the ultrasound screen for the first time. I've loved you with the worry only mamas can understand while I care for you in my womb. I've let myself open my heart to you since before I knew you were alive within my body. I've loved that little microscopic baby growing and sticking to my body in the same way my love will always stick to you. So when the outside world says to wait, to protect myself from the pain of the unknown, I'm saying something a little different. I won't guard myself from you. I'm not going to protect and hide away my heart from you. Instead, I'll love you with my whole heart. Because no matter what happens, I'll always be your mama. I'm borrowing you from God. So for forever long, for however long you're here, I'll love you with my whole heart. I'll let myself fall hard. If I have an easy pregnancy or one full of complications, I'll love you with my whole heart. I'll let myself fall hard. If you're born healthy or born with so many challenges, I'll love you with my whole heart. I'll let myself fall hard. You are entrusted to me. Entrusted to me to love you no matter what. I've loved you in the past and I'll love you in the future and nothing will ever change that, my sweet baby. Love, your mama. Wow, that touched my heart. That's that kind of love. Oh, that's it's unconditional. I love that. I just had to share it with you. Are there certain things you'll only do if somebody else does them with you? Think about that for just a second. Yeah, I'll let you simmer on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come up with something. I can tell you right now, the one thing my wife does a lot of is if she wants something like from Taco Bell, or she wants something from any other fast food place, she wants me to get some too, even if I'm not feeling it. She wants me to get it because she even gets frustrated if I don't. I don't understand what it is. Maybe it's kind of like, well, this couple right here, they're the Cordell family, and let me tell you, if you're not following them on TikTok, you are missing out. (laughs) Take a listen to this little conversation. You know good and well you wouldn't be in this drive-thru right now if you didn't really want a burger internally. I honestly really kind of don't. <gasps> Are you serious? But I don't want pork chops either. Then That's why don't you get fried chicken? Because I don't really want that either. Honey, you're making me feel bad. I kind of should have got the chicken instead of the burger. Hunter, but it's fine. You know what? You know what? I only like to eat bad when you like to eat bad. I can't enjoy my burger if you don't want to enjoy your burger. You know how that works. You, I would feel like you, uh-uh. Well, sorry, honey. You got to be excited to splurge with me. Hunter. What? Be excited to have a burger. Okay, I'll try my best. Who don't like a good burger? Me. I'm just kidding. Peer pressure? Codependency? What is that? <laughs> it's just a couple. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Does your child have a smartphone, a smartwatch, a smart device of any kind? Well, how do you feel about them having the entire world at their fingertips? Anything that they want to search, they can search. And believe me, they will find ways to get around any kind of parental blocks that you have. So what's really important is us teaching them how to properly use the internet and how to strategically uh, get around all those points of 
stress that it can cause. How can we do that effectively as parents? Well, I've got some tips for you from some pretty important people. They are experts in this kind of stuff. I'm going to share it with you coming up next. And it's so good. Have you ever considered how many social media platforms there are and which ones are popular right now? I know for a lot of the younger generations, well, they're going to like Snapchat. They're going to like TikTok. Instagram is on up there. Twitter, uh-huh. Facebook is t- kind of taking the back burner. It's more for us older people. <laughs> it's weird, right, how that works. But with all this social media comes a lot of risk, seriously, for our kids. Because we're not just talking about the quality of content that they're watching, but we're even talking about how certain media companies will target our kids with certain messaging that can really be detrimental to their health. So I want to talk with you about a little bit of this and how we can strategically help our kids figure this whole World Wide Web out. Yeah, so uh, let me tell you about this guy. He is Dr. Jason Nagata, the Assistant Professor of Pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco. And he has a little something to say about the effects that social media can have on our kids. He says parents should have conversations with their children about how to handle various kinds of negative online experiences like bullying and being targeted with weight loss ads. Helping a teen problem solve in advance can give them an advantage in the future. Parents also shouldn't underestimate the role that peers and influencers play in kids' online lives, especially when it comes to body image. And he goes on through here and talks a little bit about how he has been treating kids with disorders, eating disorders, that is directly tied to social media because they're always comparing themselves to the people that they see on the screen, these influencers. Yeah. But here's the deal. It's not just girls that are dealing with this. It's a common stereotype that girls are the only ones who do. But these body image problems, these issues... They rise in males as well. Lots of times it's undiagnosed because of that stereotype. So just keep that in mind. And another expert in this arena, especially when it comes to teenage girls and social media, is journalist Donna Jackson Nakazawa. She wrote this book, Girls on the Brink, helping our daughters thrive in an era of increased anxiety, depression, and social media. And she has quite a few tips on how we can help our kids to navigate the internet without getting hurt, feeling all the stress, the anxiety that comes along with it. Because honestly, these platforms can be good. Unfortunately, there's some bad that can come with the good. So tell you what, I'm going to put this article up on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. So you can check out all the different tips that they have to help our kids navigate social media. Because honestly, I can't think of any kid who doesn't have screen time of some kind throughout their day. You know, and maybe they have their own device. Maybe you opted to get one of these simpler devices. I know a dad who recently got uh, his kid a smartphone, but it's only limited to certain things. It can make calls. They can text. And that's about it. Well, that's great. But still, that's another avenue for people to get in touch with your kid. So making sure that we're using these strategies to help them navigate it now while they're under our roof and help them to not feel so stressed out 
is so important. So again, I'm going to go ahead and put it up over on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. If you're not a member of that group yet, go on over and um, become a member. It's really a, a, got a lot of resources. We put a lot of stuff up over there to help you out, to help make your day just a little bit better. I'm going to put it up there right now. Can procrastination be a good thing? Well, stick around. We'll unpack that little answer coming up here on the show. I think you're really going to like it, so stick around. So the question is, can procrastination be a good thing? Well, I came across this comment. See what you think, all right? It says procrastination is totally a good thing. You always have something to do tomorrow, plus you have nothing to do today. (laughs) Well, if you can make procrastination sound good... I guess that's how you do it, right? (laughs) But hey, let's act today. Let's not put off that thing that we know we need to get done. Let's just tackle that thing and be done with it, right? Here's Cochran and Company with Who Can. So this headline really caught my attention, and I think it's for all the wrong reasons because I I didn't realize there was this much of a struggle out there. But the headline reads, Where are all the PTA dads? Wow, I didn't know that there was such a problem with the guys not participating with PTA at school. So let's dig into that. Right after this song, it's Newsboys and Stand right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. There was an amazing lady in my life early on in my childhood who is responsible, I think, for me ever even going to church and probably for me being so involved with music. And her name is Mary. She's my second cousin, and she would come pick me up from my mom's, and she would take me to church with her and her kids. And let me tell you, I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful to her because if not for her, I wouldn't have gotten into church. I wouldn't have learned about Jesus. I wouldn't have gone to some amazing vacation Bible schools. Those things were awesome. So what I want to tell you about now is a little comment she made to me one day. I was over at their house after church and I think I was I was about to clean up something. Yeah, she wanted me to clean something up and she looked at me and she said, Stephen, if you say that that's women's work to me, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I never even thought of that being women's work, but just to test her, I said, that's women's work. And yeah, I got smacked. Anyway, <laughs> women's work, men's work. What's the difference between the two? When it comes down to it, aren't we guys responsible as well? Yeah. There's a mess at the house. Need some sweeping, need some vacuuming, some dusting. Hey, you know what? We are more than capable of getting that done. But somehow, some way, we have these gender stereotypes that, hey, guys don't do that kind of stuff. But why do we live that way? Us guys, we can contribute. We should contribute. And I do it. I Laundry, dishes, cooking, dusting, all the stuff. If I'm able to do it, I'll chip in, right? So... What about when it comes to school stuff, things with our kids? You know, lots of times the default is that mom handles that kind of stuff. But why is that? I came across this story and the headline reads this. Where are all the PTA dads? And I got to thinking, you know, I've never thought that there was a problem with this, but I can totally see it. And the author here says that in their PTA, which she volunteers in, they have all kinds of committees. These committees need to be filled in order for certain things to happen at their elementary school. And so recently they had to put out an email that said, you know what? If we as an elementary school parent body don't get our act together, the kids are going to miss out on some of the traditional seasonal activities that we usually do here. And so that's a big 
problem. She said she got to looking at the volunteer list and how many guys were on there astonished her because can you guess how many guys signed up to volunteer? Yep, you got it. Big old goose egg. Yeah, not a single guy is on those lists. And why is that? I mean, really, when it comes down to it, us dads, we're responsible too. So just seeing this made me think, what's the disconnect here? Well, she goes on throughout the article and says lots of times whenever there's something dealing with the kid that the school usually only has one contact number. Or if they have two contact numbers between mom and dad, they'll usually call mom. So the first step in this is making sure that the school has information for both of you, both phone numbers, both email addresses. Because honestly, if us guys aren't aware, how can we know there's a need? So that's step one. Step two is making sure that the stereotype does not continue, that the school is just reaching out to moms when the school should be reaching out to dads as well. So that'll be number two. And really when it comes down to it, it's taking ownership in your kid's childhood. And believe me, I'm not preaching to you. I'm not. I've gotten involved with this kind of stuff. And let me tell you how fulfilling it is to see your kid thrive and know that you were a part of it. Not just at home, making sure they've got a roof over their head and and food to eat, but also you're providing experiences for them at school. For myself, I've assistant coached and head coached my little girl's soccer team. Let me tell you, that is so much fun. A lot of great memories made there and great relationships that I've seen my little girl blossom into with other kids. It's really been a lot of fun. And then interacting with the parents as well, it can really be beneficial. It creates a bigger social circle for your family, which is beneficial as well. So just an idea for all of us dads, if you haven't gotten involved with what your kid's doing, whether it's at school or through sports, then why not do a little research? Find out what exactly it will take to get involved. And then, you know what? Jump in and see if it doesn't make your life just a little bit better and make things smoother, even for the school, for the organizations, for your family, for your kid. It's just good all the way around. So just just check into it and see if maybe you could step up a little bit more and make a big difference. Let me tell you, right now on our website, we've got a banner up there. It's telling you all about the Torrin Wells concert that's coming up in November. Pretty soon you're going to see another banner up there. I can't tell you who it is yet until tomorrow at like 10 o'clock. I can tell you tomorrow, but I can't tell you today. But I can tell you, you're going to be happy because it's um, uh, two groups, uh, one artist, and one group of people that you really love, that's been around for a while, that are amazing in Christian music. I just can't tell you who. I, I just, I feel so pressured to right now, but I'm, I'm under obligation. I can't. So I will tell you tomorrow morning. So be here, okay? All right. You'll be happy you were here. Let's just say that. Okay, so I think it's my favorite news story of the day. I'm going to share it with you coming up here in the next few minutes on the show. After Elevation Worship and Same God, let's just say that the the slogan for the store is good stuff cheap. You know what I'm talking about? Well, there was a little unveiling yesterday. I'm going to tell you all about it coming up next. My favorite news story of the day. I found it just a few minutes ago and I'm like, really? This is pretty cool. So there's a store I love to go to when I'm down in Albertville. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the slogan for the store is good stuff, cheap. 
You know what I'm talking about? Ollies. They got a little bit of everything in there, don't they? I've got, uh, beside the drum set at church, uh, I actually have a stand that I bought there that holds my cell phone so I can see what the next song is, what the beats per minute is, because I'm the drummer. So it sits right there, and I didn't pay a whole lot for it. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff you can find in there from area rugs to groceries even, and a lot of electronic equipment, which I love, by the way. Anyway, um, what I found out was they just broke a world record, a Guinness world record by creating... A bobblehead. Yeah, this bobblehead is pretty big, though. Celebrating their 40th anniversary, they decided to unveil the Ollie bobblehead. Looks just like their mascot. <laughs> he just, he kind of reminds me of that weird scientist, you know, the one who came up with E equals MC squared. Yeah, had the crazy hair. It reminds me of him so much. Albert Einstein, but it's not him. Anyway, this thing is 16 feet and 6.73 inches high, beating out the old world record that stood at around 15 feet, 4.75 inches high. And they just unveiled it at their Pennsylvania location. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. I just had to tell you about it. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to check it out, just Google um, Ollie's Bobblehead. And you can see it. It's, it's weird. It's like almost as tall as the store. It's crazy. Anyway, um, back to the music that you love. I hope you're having a great morning. And maybe that made you chuckle. If not, you need to see it. Then you will definitely chuckle. He's always so fashionable wearing his black shoes and his red shirt. Anyway, go check it out. <laughs> Here's Jamie Kimmett. Prize worth fighting for. I'll see you back here in just a couple minutes. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You mean a lot to us here at the station. And I wonder if you would do me a favor. Would you go ahead and send me an email? Let me know that you're listening. Yeah, my email address is real easy. It's Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at 885JFM.com. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I'd love to know who's listening to the podcast. All right? Thank you, and thanks again for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow, okay? Have a great day.